Hey, Matt and Sammer. Hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. What are you listening to this week? Welcome to What Are You Listening To This Week, the weekly podcast where we talk about our favorite songs. Some old, some new, all good. I'm Jen Tully, and this week I'm joined by Matt Sidholm and Samar Abusabi, co-hosts of the Super Awesome Mix podcast. And this week we are going to discuss our favorite holiday songs. This will be the last episode of the year, but keep an eye out for some bonus content and encore presentations of some of our favorite episodes from 2022 until we're back with all new episodes on January 9th. With that, let's get started. Matt, Samer, what are you guys listening to this week? All right. So I guess I'll go first. Um, because my picks are better than Matt's. That's why. No, oh, no. I'm not going to referee <laughs> this whole ranked. episode. These are ranked, right? Yeah. <laughs> These are, yeah, that's, that's how I yeah, thought they backwards, were arranged. Backwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, I, you know, I went with two movies as, as like, you know, the songs I picked from movies. So the first one is What's This? Which is done by Danny Elfman. Um, and it is from the Nightmare Before Christmas movie. Um, which honestly is one of my all-time favorite holiday movies because you get to watch it right in October, right? As like fall is kind of kicking in and that's your Halloween movie. And then you get to watch it again as you go into the November, you know, in December time as like a Christmas movie. So it really is like, you know, bang for your buck there in terms of one movie that, that does it all. But um, the other reason I love this song and, you know, this movie in particular is because I think it was one of the first CDs that I owned. It might have been like CD number two or three. Um, and I listened to it all the time. Like I would put it on and I just like listen to the music and sing along and dance along. And and I would try to do like the, you know, all the action of, of what Skellington, Jack Skellington would be doing and everything in my room. Um, I was 23 at the time, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds yeah, right. That's the part I was yeah, waiting for. That tracks. That tracks. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I just have always loved it. And so I thought this was a great little great little Christmas song um, and one that I love to listen to. And it, it always brings me back to this time of year every time I, I think of this movie and this song. Yeah, this is a good one. And and I can't believe I when I was looking at the release date for um, Nightmare Before Christmas, um, it came out in 1993. I'm like, oh, what? man, that means next year we're talking about a 30th anniversary. Ouch. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's wild. In my head, it's like in the early 2000s. But now that you say that, that makes no sense because it definitely was like in the in the 90s. But wow, 30 years. That's 30 that's years. Intense. I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. What? Wait, what? Oh. You're joking. I'm not joking. I realized listening Stop to it. it, I'm trying to imagine the movie. Then I'm like, wait, and now I know why I can't imagine it because I've never seen this movie. Yeah. You what? know what's funny too is I have a note on here. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to need this. But I literally wrote a note that says, FYI, if you aren't familiar with the movie, this song is going to sound crazy. <laughs> 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 we talk 
talks about throwing snowballs instead of heads and like I'm like right. you don't know what this is about. Um <laughs> I, mean, I think I generally know what it was about, but uh, yeah, I don't uh I don't think I ever got around to seeing this one. So maybe that's something I'll do during our wow. holiday break. Okay, well, as someone who was forced to watch St. Elmo's Fire because of you two, I think you're going to have to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Well. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for it to come up. I knew we were going to hear about it. We made you watch one movie, okay? And, and we never hear it. the end of it. But the list is long. Yeah, of there's plenty of other that movies we're that you make have to you watch. watch. <laughs> you I had know. one for 2022. You just wait until we get into next year. <laughs> All right. Well, my second pick is a movie that I also sincerely hope you have seen. Um, this is the movie, of course, Home Alone. And the song specifically from the Home Alone soundtrack, uh, Carol of the Bells, um, as performed by John Williams. And honestly, it's like another Christmas movie that I absolutely love. You know, I have like a short list of maybe like five movies I like to watch every single year as like, oh, cool, it's Christmas time. So I'm going to put these movies on. This one I don't ever really have to put on because it's on all the time. Like you can just turn on your TV and it's going to be playing somewhere. Um, I also got into a really large debate uh, at work several years ago on whether or not Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2 was the better film. I was apparently in the really short group the small group that said two was better than one, but I'm open to hear your uh, <laughs> ready getting some reactions. Is this <laughs> like well, you've already? That's the I, wrong answer. Yeah, is this a debate? Well, why? <laughs> I've seen Home Alone two like once, and I was like, this is not great. Like I, oh, it's so good. Yeah. No, it's it's Christmas time in New York. It's the best time of year here. It's like <laughs> what I wait for I every think single you're year. Just saying that because of the Donald Trump cameo. That's my suspicion. <laughs> right. okay. oh, I know. I always forget about that. And I'm always rudely reminded. <laughs> he had a four-second cameo in it. Um, no, it's they're both great movies. Uh, you know, I might concede this one is obviously the original, and so it gets some points there. But um, the second one, I remember just making me laugh like a whole lot because it's like double the pain. There's so much more pain in this one <laughs> in the in the apartment. Which, by the way, you know having lived here now for several years there's no way that people aren't like hey what's going on next door right like <laughs> people are <laughs> you know like it's not empty like that all the time there's always people walking on the street and someone's right. gonna walk by and see a little kid throwing paint cans and bricks at these two dudes shouting at him like <laughs> for sure the cops are coming like that does not go unnoticed but but not in I the digress. 90s i mean you could throw stuff at people and nobody cared back then <laughs> Sam, it was a different time okay this is what we different tried to time. tell you about St. Elmo's fire, all right? It was a different time, all right? Stalking was a Golly, loosely defined yeah, term back come then. On. You're right, you're Stalking right. Stalking was in, like, right. sent, yeah. not big messaging that we were taught. Come on. Here's what gets me about Home <laughs> right, Alone 2 right. is how does this happen again, right? Like, right. You're, like yeah. I have children, right? Like, okay. Like, I could see us maybe forgetting to scoop one up. Like, oh, I thought you were supposed to pick them up. Okay, it happens, like, once... But like to leave them for like multiple days at a time for a second time, like I've always wondered yeah. what Kevin is like as an adult because he's either, he's, either severely he's in therapy. Yeah, he's either severely traumatized yeah. or <laughs> he's like a Navy SEAL because it's like, what can't sure. he do? He had this survival instinct like instilled in him. 
early on. So I, yeah, I think it cuts. It's one of those two extremes though. Well, Hey, I think they're almost up to like home alone 37. So he might actually, <laughs> you might actually get, be able to get that answer. <laughs> I want to see, it. Um, see it in real time. Yeah. You want to see it, but no, Carol, the bells is my favorite like Christmas song. I think ever. Um, I just, I love it. It's, it's a beautiful song. It's funny. I've always known it had words, but this is the first time that I recognize that it has words because really all my brain hears is like the, dun, 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 you know, like, I'm not actually paying attention that, right, they're singing along to it. So it was kind of fun to look at the lyrics for the first time ever. Um, but it's great. I can listen to it in, in any format and any instrument playing it, and I'm always going to love it. So that's why this was my second pick. Yeah, this is a great song. And you know what's interesting, too, is listening to this one straight after um, What's This, after the Jack Skellington song, um, I was like, you know what? This one sounds a little bit eerie as well. Like, if you didn't know this was a Christmas song, it does sound a little bit like, you know, with the bells, it sounds a little bit eerie, too, and just the way that it's sung. Um, and then, the, you know, when they start doing it in a round, um, I was like, this could be a little bit scary, too, if you didn't know. So, again, you had this sort of under underlying horror theme for your Christmas pick, <laughs> I do love horror films. So yeah, I'm like Jordan Peele over here. It's just like, it's kind of putting it in there ever so slightly. I like it. Uh, well, what about you, Matt? What are you listening to this week in terms of Christmas songs? Yeah. So my first pick was Christmas Cookies by George Strait. Uh, it's a little Western swing uh action in there so i thought jen you'd appreciate that um yes, i also had so much western swing <laughs> in my 2022 <laughs> i figured what's once more what's one more right i like it yeah. i like it uh no this song came out in 1999 it was on an album called uh, a country christmas 1999 back when they you know do things like that and like put a date with a compilation album um but george Strait's had three christmas albums he finally released this one on a Christmas album he put out in 2021, but it was a 20 year old song prior to that. It was just on, on this random album, but um, I, I just love it. I mean, I love Western swing. I, uh, so, so I love that sound. And then I just think it's kind of a fun song. Um, he seems to be having a good time. It's, it's a good song to, uh, to literally make Christmas cookies too. So um, yeah, hard not to listen to this one and, and have, you know, have a smile on your face. It is. I like it. It's super, it's cheeky. It's like you said, I'm like, he's making Christmas cookies and it sounds like they're trying to make some whoopee too, <laughs> the way that he's telling the story there. I was like, we're getting into like, this is like a sexy time, like country rap. And so then I started imagining like, how does this song sound as performed by like Terrence Trent Darby? Like, I think we have a different kind of Christmas cookies on our hands then like that's all I could think about was like as I'm listening to the words like, wow he's really like he's trying to put all kinds of innuendo into this cookie baking here I love how you pulled Terrence Trent Darby as the artist you'd want to hear <laughs> sing this song well I was thinking of like you know smooth sexy time sure. voice kind of rap kind of talk Wishing well wow. came to mind. What am I going to do? <laughs> you know, the more it's like, this is like probably the trap that everyone falls into with lyrics, but I just pulled them back up. And now I'm imagining that Christmas cookies is some kind of innuendo. <laughs> and it really changes the mood of this song. This is definitely, this is a very sexual song. If you go into it with that, 
it's like we always talk about on the show on our show is like everything is sex or drugs basically like that's, that's it right. this is this is definitely not the actual literal cookie here <laughs> well if if you take my um my my innuendo out of the song i agree that it is a hilarious christmas song but now everybody it's cute and it's funny but now everybody i challenge you to not yeah. um <laughs> To not be completely distracted by every single double meaning that we've come up with. <laughs> but for your kids not listening to this podcast, they'll just think it's a sure. song about Christmas cookies. It's still, there's nothing explicit in the lyrics. It's true. It's true. And I love, too, that you did bring, like, the country Christmas songs. Those always remind me of being a kid and being at my grandparents' house. You know, we listened to a lot of Gene Autry Christmas and Elvis Christmas and, you know, all of the the classics there. So um, this is one, too, that, like, all of George Strait, all of every single one of his Christmas albums or any compilation he's ever been on is on high rotation in uh, in my parents' house and my grandparents' house um, growing up. So that's always like a good signal that Christmas is here whenever you hear music that you remember, especially hearing at your parents' and grandparents' house when you were a kid. So I love this one for that reason. <laughs> All right. What was your second pick, Matt, to the surprise of to no one? Tell us what your second pick of is. Of no one. Okay. <laughs> I had to go with Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Of course, the live version by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Uh, they've never recorded this one in the studio, so it's only the live version that you get. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's just great because you get the uh, you know the patter back and forth with the crowd and and the band, and then you know they really take this children's song and turn it into a Bruce Springsteen song. It's really remarkable, I think, and uh, and I never get tired of listening to it myself. Uh, there's a lot of Christmas music that comes on like when the when the when the uh, radio station switch to like all Christmas music, like November 1st, mm -hmm. I, I tend to be out because I think there's a lot of Christmas songs that I, I don't really want to listen to. But but this is definitely one. This and Christmas cookies are two songs that I don't know how many times I've heard them, but I always kind of leave them on when they do come on. So, um, yeah. And of course, had to include the boss. Come on. Of course. We, we, I mean, we couldn't have let you end the year without giving <laughs> us a Bruce Springsteen song for your Christmas song. And I love, I did not know that this had never been recorded in a studio, but when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, that's all you ever hear is, you know, him doing the live version with the banter in the crowd and asking, you know, Clarence if he's been a good boy and he wants a new saxophone and <laughs> right. all of that. Like, I just love it because it's so recognizable from the very first second you hear it, you know what song it is. And I love too how happy Bruce sounds singing it. Like even at the end, he's cracking up, you know, like he can barely get the, the lyrics out or the banter out. Um, and so that's always something that I noticed from the very first time I heard this song too was, man, he sounds so happy singing this. So I actually love that about this song that he's so like tickled singing it. <laughs> He does seem to have a very good time singing it. You're right. Um, this is quickly becoming one that I also associate with this time because it does get a lot of radio play. Like this is definitely one that, that is going to be on every single year. Um, and yeah, it's good. It's it's a Bruce song. You know, you're never going to be upset listening to it. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. The, the joy of it does come through, even though, you know, but like you hear the kids version and it's fine. Right. But I don't think I want to hear the kids version. Mm -hmm. I, I really like the the more rollicking uh, kind of rock and roll version that we get here. So 
so yeah, had to do it. Um, yeah, if I could only pick two Christmas songs, this is uh, this is definitely the two that I would pick. Yes, both the good ones, and that's what's hard. I think you're right in what you had said earlier. Is that it, it's hard to find Christmas songs because there are so many that you like, but maybe you've just heard too much, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, like I love "Last Christmas" by George Michael, but I've heard it so many times that I'm like, oh, I can't, you know. So it was hard to pick some, you know, Christmas songs that I like and that I do want to hear every year, and so. That was uh, that was a challenge for me. But the two that I came up with are same as you guys. Like I can just listen to over and over. I know I'm going to hear them as soon as Christmas music starts. And I'm never mad at either one of these songs. (laughs) So my first song is Christmas Time is Here by the Vince Guaraldi Trio from Peanuts from Charlie Brown. Now, I've always loved all of the Charlie Brown specials. Charlie Brown's been one of my favorites. I used to read the cartoon when I was little. I loved the specials as a kid. Um, But I love, too, that this um, song immediately sets, like, time and place for me. You know, when I was a kid, here we go. I'm going back to the old days again, Samer. You can always count on, like, a good old days (laughs) combo when Mm -hmm. you have Matt and I both here. But um, back when there were only three television networks to speak of, um, like that's how you knew that Christmas season was or holiday season even was officially here, right? You got Charlie Brown Thanksgiving and you got, well, first you got, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, you know, the mm-hmm. where they wait in the pumpkin patch all night. Then it went to Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Then when it finally got to Charlie Brown Christmas, you knew like school's almost out. Christmas is almost here. So anytime I hear any of the Vince Guaraldi trio Christmas songs, for me, it just is sort of like the signaling of a holiday time is here. You know, school's almost out. You know, it's almost time to open presents and it's Christmas time. And so I love, love, love. Um, this is all what will always be some of my favorite Christmas music is any of the, the Vince Guaraldi trio Christmas songs. I find when I listen to this one, I'm like just instantly calmed and settled. Uh, The song in particular, there's just something, and I don't know if it's the song, if it's what you're saying, just the association with this time of year, maybe it's both of these things, but like from the first two seconds of playing this, I just like want to take like, like a deep breath and just settle and like calm, you know, just feel a little bit calmer. Um, So I really love this song. And I didn't know that they specifically made it for this, um, for the special. So that's really cool. Um, cause again, that was back before my day, you know, <laughs> right. Well, it was back before my day too. It came out in 1965. So slow your roll there before you, I was not born in 1965, dear listeners. <laughs> well, but to Jen's point, like it was such a major like event the night that they were going to show a Charlie Brown Christmas because, you know, before all the streaming and whatnot, it's like it was going to be on Tuesday night at seven and that's it until next year. Yep. So that that's the other that's the thing I thought about, too, is just is just watching this, but also, you know, really making the effort to like be in front of the TV when it started. Totally, totally. It's oh, it's that this one always sort of kicks off the holiday season for me. So I love this song. Um, and my second pick was Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. 
So there are lots of newer versions of the song that have been recorded, but I love this one. And it was originally recorded in 1958. And I think Brenda Lee was like 13 or something when she originally recorded this song. She was young. And then I think it finally caught on a couple years later um, and charted uh, maybe when she was like 15 or 16. But I I love this version and I don't know why. Like people are always, I think Casey Musgraves released a version and I like her a lot. And people are like, oh, listen to her version. And it's good, but I always go back to the Brenda Lee version of this song. And again, I don't know. So, you know, I think so much of, of holiday time is associated with our memories. Um, and so maybe that's why I go back to this. This was one of my mom's favorite Christmas songs. She loved this song and she loved this particular version. Um, but yeah, I feel like the other thing too is if this song is instantly recognizable, right? As soon as you hear the very beginning of it, you know what it is. Um, you know, Floyd Kramer, who's a great pianist, plays piano on this song as well. Um, and I think that this one too is one of those songs that appears in so many holiday movies. You know, like you. I think it's I, also in Home Alone. It is. Actually, yeah. Yeah. It is. And it's also <laughs> on one of the compilations, one of the Christmas, uh, country Christmas compilations that Christmas Cookies appears on. I was like, oh, my, my song's on everybody's album. It all <laughs> comes together. It all comes together. It all comes together. But do you guys, had you guys, of course, you know this Christmas song, but what are, what are thoughts about this particular version? I was just going to plus one to like, I literally wrote, I'm a huge fan of classic Christmas songs. I find it hard to get into newer artists singing them for some reason. Yeah. Like that was one of the notes that I took. And and it's the same thing. It's like, I don't know why, because I love like an artist and for their music, but then they'll cover a song like this. And I'm like, it's just not doing it for me. I don't know why. <laughs> so like every time Apple Music tries to put on a playlist of like contemporary Christmas song I'm like no thank you like put me back with like the crooners and like the you know Motown versions Same. of these um because those are just always you know have a special place in my heart so definitely understand that point of view but love this song I would have put this on my list too it had I gone like non-movie route because it's a good one yeah. well it's funny you say non-movie route but I immediately thought of Home Alone <laughs> when I heard that yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, that's another fair. Home yeah. Alone song. You know, not that I only know it from Home Alone, but that's just the, the you know, vision that came to mind. But yeah, I'm with you guys. I don't get into, that was kind of the weird thing. The popularity, and I still enjoy this song, even though it gets played a, a bazillion times, but All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Like that's the kind of modern Christmas song. And I say modern, it's probably 25 years old now, but that I think really works. But yeah, so mm -hmm. often it'll be like such and such artist is coming out with a Christmas album of like originals or something. And I'll listen to it. I, I don't get into it at all. And I don't know what that is. But but you're right. The original version here and a lot of that older stuff. I don't know why that plays better. Yeah, it makes me wonder if in like 30 or 40 years, that generation will play like the Musgraves, you know, versions. And yeah. Little Nas X ever does a Christmas album, who knows? <laughs> you know, be like, put on the classics. <laughs> oh, I love that. I can hear it now. Honey, put on the little Nas X while we light the tree. <laughs> you heard it here first, everyone. Yeah, I do wonder if that is what will happen or these will just forever be played. I mean, because 1958, for us to still be listening to it, you know, and get radio time and talking about it and everyone's familiar with it. It's pretty remarkable. That is truly remarkable. 
there's not many other songs that do that, you know, decade after decade. It's true. It's true. And I think, you know, I think it's for the very reason that we spoke about, like it's so many memories are tied up with these songs, you know, and even when we pass them down to our kids or, you know, the next generation, they're going to remember them fondly. I think the same way that we do because of the association with parents and grandparents and things like that. So I hope, I hope that's the case. I mean, there's plenty of room for Lil Nas X does Christmas, but I um, I hope that we also don't forget um, some of the old standards that we that we've talked about here today because some of them are really great and I want them to stay around for another 50, 60 years. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for sharing what you're listening to this week and thank you for such an amazing 2022. Listeners, we'll be back in January with all new episodes of What Are You Listening To? Super Awesome Mix and a new show called Super Awesome You, hosted by Sammer. Last but not least, if you haven't already, be sure to follow and download What Are You Listening To? And to keep track of all things Super Awesome Mix, follow us on Instagram at Super Awesome Mix. And please join me again in 2023 to find your new favorite song.